Hey, 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 welcome everyone to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am the host, your coach, your spiritual advisor, Relinda, and I wanted to welcome you to not just any podcast, but a podcast that is purposed to guide you through your healing journey. What is the Psalms of My Emotions? It's not necessarily the Psalms of My Emotions, even though I do use my testimony as a tool to guide you through your healing, but it is your Psalms of your emotions. I believe that after listening to these Jesus nuggets, as I call them, you will have a testimony that is music to God's ears. So let's hop right into this episode and let the healing begin. Hey y'all, welcome to Emotion Monday. I'm so sorry (laughs) that I'm late. I'm just reading a a message from my sister like, where you at? You late. Look, I was having like technical difficulties with this camera. Um, I was trying to figure out how to crop it, you know, in a way that I wanted to and I couldn't figure it out. I thought I would figure it out in time, but I'm here and I did adjust the time to 6.15. I really try to be on time, y'all. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming in. For some reason, Facebook, uh, when you're in a group, I don't see who's commenting and it really gets on my nerves. See, I don't even know who it is. (laughs) But thank you so much. Um, So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. If it is your first time here, Emotion Monday. Emotion is a play on words. E is for electronic. Motion is movement. So, you know, this is something that God um, allowed me to do. You know, if you guys know me by this time, I don't do anything that God does not allow me to do. So I ask about everything. And so he has released this to me um, to do it, to share, to drop these Jesus nuggets that I call them. Um, Every Monday, I try to be on here every Monday. Haven't been doing a good job the last couple months. <laughs> Things be happening. Um, the uh, So I'm on here every Monday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And also, I just wanted to give a shout out to my podcast listeners. This does upload um, actually to a audio podcast. So if you uh, can't catch me visually, you could catch all the Jesus nuggets. I believe we're approaching like 130 episodes. So um, there's plenty of nuggets to to, to bite on and to chew on for a while. And then also, um, you know, I'm on YouTube. So this does also stream on YouTube. I know a lot of people are not Facebook people. So YouTube is a, a pretty good Thing because I like YouTube myself because I like to broadcast things 
on my TV so I can see better and I can relax a little better instead of just always holding my phone. So any of those avenues are good or excellent for you to do. Or you got uh, some of you know and some of you that are on here, I have my own mentorship group. So it is a private group, but it is searchable on Facebook. So even for my podcast listeners, if you would like to join the mentorship group, you know, uh, where we discuss the topics a little bit further, um, discuss off topics, just in that group, you know, I just, there's three tiers to this thing, right? <laughs> to the P of me, there is, you just want to be a listener. You're content with chewing on these nuggets. You can join the mentorship group where you could be amongst you know, a group of believers and you can be um, a safe place to just ask questions and to, you know, not feel like you're the only one. And then also, which I will be adding soon, I will be having uh, like group coaching and private coaching pretty soon. But that's, you know, like I said, on a different tier. And it will, um, it's a little bit of an investment to go in. I'm just trying to get some stuff together. So anyways, let me go ahead and get into this topic. You guys know the hashtag. If you don't, Here's hashtag let the healing begin. So you guys, this topic uh, was so heavy on my heart is about the gates, right? So when I was looking for a graphic and everything to design it, like, I don't know, it gave me like an eerie feeling when I found the graphic to uh, put on here to use um, because it just, you know, um, even with the cloud that was coming in the door, I don't know if you guys saw the graphic, it just reminded me of different spirits that we let in our gates, right? Um, and if you guys don't know what gates are, you know, they're openings. And and in the natural, you know, when you have a gate, um, it's a protection. It uh, doesn't allow things that you don't want in, right? So unless you have it open, then everything could come in. But spiritually so, we do have gates, right? Uh, we have ear gates, eye gates right? You know, our mouth is even a gate, you know, and um, even our genitalia are <laughs> gates, right? Um, things that enter, and, and, and the fascinating thing, wait, I got my notes. The fascinating thing is with these gates, though, everything is attached to eat to the mind naturally, and spiritually, they're attached to the heart, right? You know, and the thing, um, you know, about this topic is kind of heavy. If you guys are just a regular listener, um, a lot of things that I do talk about are pretty heavy, right? Most of the time, um, because sometimes God just gives me things and we're trying to figure out, well, what does that have to do with how I feel? Like I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling that way. You know, you, you know, talking about all this spiritual stuff, this heavy spiritual stuff is, is, is not clicking. It's not relating. Um, but, Majority of the time, the issue is what we allow, right? What we allow in our gates, what we listen to, right, uh, affects our mood. What we watch affects our mood, right? And nobody wants to talk about it. You know, we want to go around, around, around the circle. And well, what do I do about this? What about doing that? But I like to think about more preventive measures, you know, for you to 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 stop you before you even get to these things, right? So anyway. So guard your gates, right? That is one thing that I want you guys to get out of this episode and um, out of this podcast, listening to it for my listeners, is to guard your gates. And I believe this is just such a, a message 
Um, like I said, it was just such a heavy weight for me to share this because I just look on social media. I look at people talk about things so casually that they watch, that they engage in, right? Conversations that they engage in and then wonder, you know, why their thinking is so chaotic, right? Why feelings are all over the place. You know, what are we do? What are we spending our minds on? What are we listening to? Right? So, you know, because it's time, there's so much things that are out there and, you know, the enemy is definitely just on this, this, this plan and this destruction plan, um, to really seek things in our spirit and really to separate us, you know, from God as best, as best as he can. Right. Um, so, the thing is about the gate, we about our gate, we get to decide who influences us, right? We get we have the decision. So we have the decision to um decide what makes us think how we think, what makes us feel how we feel, and what determines what we do. This is the power of our gates, right? You know, sometimes we think, well, what what's wrong with watching this? What's wrong with listening to this, right? Eventually, if you are not sensitive, those things are teaching you. And I remember um, preaching a, a sermon about that at my church about what who is teaching you? What is teaching you, right? Because things that you are watching and you're listening to, whether you want to believe it or not, those are teachers, right? Those are your teachers. And I have a little clip that I want to show you guys. Um, that kind of brings it home that I did share with my mentorship group. And it was just basically about listening to different things. So, you know, I went to the def through the definition of what are your gates. Um, and I said, gates are naturally something that you, you enter through. And it is the same. I can't read my own handwriting. This is a shame. Uh, but uh, gates is the natural, in the natural, is something that you enter through. And is the same as it is in the spiritual. So it's the same is true in the spiritual, right? So each gate connects to our brain. Our then you know our brain is so important. It's our central center. It's our processing, right? It's like our computer, right? So you think about what comes into your your ears. You have to process it, right? You have to see how it's going to affect, you know, the way that you think. Because uh, the way that you think, it, it was a way how it's being taught. You you're, you train your brain. So sometimes if you feel, um, you know, like reading, the more that you read, the better that you are to able to think about things, right? To process things faster. So if you're reading junk, guess what's going to process in your brain, right? And then spiritually so, things stick to your heart. Things stay in your heart, right? <laughs> you know, so it's important, you know, to protect those gates. Um, each gate connects to, or I said that. Um, so there's also scriptures on guarding gates. But before I get there, um, I just wanted to kind of just even give an example and a, a, even a testimony of what happened to me, right? In my gates, and this is something, and this is a perfect example because I've seen it and I've experienced it. So that's why it was like really touching on my end and on my heart. Um, TVs, sleeping with the TV on, right? Sleeping with the TV on. I used to sleep with the TV on. <laughs> 
listen and we think it's just so innocent because we we would need noise and some people use it for white noise um i use uh things for white noise like i i put on you know water sounds or you know sometimes when i go to sleep i might put on you know like the bible app or something or i might um turn on a fan turn on the fan is number one i don't care if it's one degrees outside i'm turning on the fan because of the noise not necessarily i, I want it on me so usually when i turn on the fan i'll turn it away from me so those are things but those things are not really are destructive right those things don't affect your spirit those things don't affect you know your mind and you know those things are going through your gates but the testimony that i had and this is um you know a, a right right after my divorce living by myself so where my room is you know um it's it's in the uh lower part it's actually in the basement where my room is and i was just so scared to sleep there for a while so i will always keep the tv on because it's dark you know um this is a fairly new house so i'm just like i, I you know i just need something so one night I had woke up and it had to have been like three o'clock, two 30 in the morning. It was something like that. I woke up and the TV was on, but what I saw in on the TV, it was like unbelievable. Y'all probably wouldn't believe me when I tell y'all it was like these skeletons dancing on the screen. And it was like, there was like blood everywhere. I was awake. This was not a dream. I was awake and it scared me so bad, you know, and from that day forward, I did not keep a TV in my room, right? I was so scared. And this was in the beginning of, uh, I don't think I even returned back to church yet or anything, um, but it just scared me so bad. You know, I don't even have mirrors in my room because I, I don't know i always used to think like okay if i wake up and look at look in the mirror i'll see something i don't want to see y'all that's just that's just my thinking but you know you guys have to realize that you know not only what i saw that the the you know we they always say that the enemy the devil is the prince of the airwaves right so wouldn't it be like the enemy to wait till you go to sleep you know, your vulnerable place to catch you and to release messages into you, right? And then we wake up, you know, thinking, you know, maybe we get a message or maybe we get a thought, you know, and we could, could really confuse it with God speaking to us, right? Because you don't know what was speaking to you through the night with the TV on, right? You don't know. You don't know what was feeding you with the TV on right you don't know what was teaching and ministering to you with the tv on and even when i fall asleep in the living room sometimes and the tv is on you it would be amazing you know because i'm a dreamer and so when i dream you know sometimes the dreams would reflect what was being discussed on tv and i know it because i wake up to a movie and i'm like okay the movie the voices were playing in my head and, and my brain illustrated like this different picture. So what if I took that um, as a dream that God was telling me something? And this is really just, just what was because I was hearing things, right? So that's another, you know, example of, you know, about watching your gates. And, you know, the enemy is just so um, 
cunning nowadays that things that we take for granted, like looking, um, you know, listening to music, right? There are certain music you should be sensitive to what you listen to. Like if it's really uh, doing a number on your spirit, you know, you should really just like learn to just turn it off, right? Yeah, your ears are still open and receive information when you are asleep. Definitely. All the way open. That's why I'm just like, I'm not speaking from nothing that I don't know, right? Um, but that first incident was like, that's it. <laughs> when I saw them skeletons dancing on the screen and blood and stuff everywhere on the TV. Like I was, I'm like, what show is this? I was awake, y'all. This was not no dream right <laughs> this i was awake and i remember i was just like so scared and um sweating right because you know even with someone that and that's why you should watch even with somebody with a prophetic gifting right you have to you really do i mean if anything watch what um may may teach you things may uh influence you you know in some reason so don't try to be big and tough thinking like, okay, well, I'm not going to allow that to happen. One thing that I know about walking with God is that never say what you're never going to do or what, what never will happen to you, you know, because sometimes that's a sense of pride. You can't say what's not going to happen to you, right? So I just wanted to even, and I told Clad, uh, look, one of our regulars that be on here, <laughs> um, uh, it was a text message. I told him I'd give him credit for it. Cause I told him what I was going to talk about today. Let me see. You know, um, God can't, he, God, he said, God can't speak to us in dreams because the TV doing it right. Just what I was talking about said, God can't speak to y'all in dreams because the TV doing it. So you're not giving room for God to really touch you in that vulnerable area. If it's being filled with things right and your sleep especially when you get into that that uh what do, what do they call it that deep sleep um you know that deep sleep that's gonna mess with you so i just wanted to just put that uh came in just in time. <laughs> that messes with your your deep sleep you know and i'm not saying that's the only time god wants to speak to you but you know that is where you can get things, you know, that, it, like I said, especially being a prophetic person, you really do have to watch that area. Yeah, your REM sleep, that deep sleep, that sleep where it's like, you know, you are really just out of here, right? <laughs> so I just wanted to give you guys um, some scriptures on, you know, about protecting your gates and everything. And like I said, God is just so... um you know, worried about our gates in the season. If anything, I can't emphasize that enough. He's really uh, serious about our gates because our attitudes are reflecting what's open, right? You can tell that someone let something in their gates <laughs> by how they're acting. And you guys know earlier, I mentioned like the private parts, right? Those are gates, those are gates, right? And you wonder, you know, when you have soul ties connected to people, it's because your gates were open, 
right? You and 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 that exchange that's very spiritual. So, you know, you just think about it every time. If it's a different person, it's like your gate is constantly open and you're letting different spirits in, right? So if you're wondering why you're dealing with so much stuff emotionally, you're dealing with, you know, feelings that you maybe never felt before. It's because, you know, you have allowed that person and whatever they're dealing with in your spirit. You know, that's what's happening. And that's what happens when you don't guard, you know, your gate that way. So, um. I have a few scriptures on guarding your gates. So Proverbs 4 and 23 states, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. So this is important. This is from the NLT version. I'll read it again. Proverbs 4 and 23, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. So if you don't guard these gates and things enter into your heart, you know, like I spoke about earlier, if you don't guard your gates and these things are entering into your heart, uh-oh, how long was I on mute? <laughs> um, that is navigating the course of your life, right? You know, when you let things in your in your gates and and it's affecting your heart, now your heart has changed from one direction. And now, okay, thank you. <laughs> now your heart is going for thank you very much. I'm like, how long was I on mute? Um, that determines your heart going. Um, it once was maybe going in the direction of God, but once you let your gates open. And it got into your spirit. Now your heart is leading you into another direction. That's what I got, you know, from that verse. So that's why it is important to guard. You know, it says guard your heart above all else, which means how do you guard your heart? You guard your heart by guarding your gates. <laughs> Every area. I told y'all what the gates was because this seeps into your heart. Think about it. If you're constantly listening to a lot of gossip, this is affecting how you feel. This is affecting how you love, you know, other people. So if you listen to it a lot and you listen to it constantly and you're, and, and you're also speaking it out because, you know, your mouth is a gate. You're speaking it out. I guess how, how it's changing the course of, of direction. You know, it determines what you engage yourself in it determines what you 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 um sign up for you you know it um determines your friendship group it determines your course of life so it is important right because we don't want anything teaching us because we don't know how to shut down our gates we don't know how to turn something off we don't know how to tell our friends stop stop putting that garbage on me okay I don't know why it's just like muting and not this is crazy. Um, but I'm gonna watch. Um, so you know, it determines what we do, right? And that's exactly the plan of the enemy, right? And what he wants us to do. He wants us to get off track. So here he's he he plants this garbage, right? And it's causing it's causing us to not follow in the things of God. Um, you know, we, that's why when you go to church, that's why going to church is not enough. 
right? Because you need to practice the same thing, you know, just going to church on, just going to church on Sunday and not taking God with you at home. That's why it's not enough, right? It's not enough. <laughs> you know, you need daily practices at home, you know, besides church. What are you listening to at home? What are you watching at home? right? What are you filling yourself up with at home, right? So then that you can walk in the right direction that God wants you to. Your heart can be postured in the right direction that God wants you, right? So that was Proverbs of Philippians 4 and 7 states, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, you know, if you have the peace of God, and that peace, you know, it will will guard your heart. So that's a good thing to just seek this. When you seek the peace of God, it will guard your heart. So that's one thing. So you, you will want to seek peace. You will want to listen to, you know, the gossip and, you know, all of that other stuff because you want peace and that peace guards your heart. You know, um, like what is it the the beatitudes? You know, blessed are the the peacemakers, right? You know, blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> so you want um to seek peace and things that will make you peaceful. So you're not gonna be constantly dating and things all the time. You know, because I always say that's a bunch of confusion. <laughs> you know, when you're because God has never designed dating to be like a constant um dating thing like you're not supposed to date a bunch of people right because god doesn't call you to a bunch of people right so you have to be careful with serial dating that's what i'm trying to say serial dating right because it's introducing more things into your heart you know you're listening you're um um being preoccupied with all these different people yeah serial dating <laughs> You know, you're preoccupying your time, your your energy into all of this, and it's causing confusion, right? And to me, I don't think that's, I don't know, maybe that's just me. That's not just very peaceful because it's like you got too many, you got too many people in your head <laughs> that you're trying to figure out, you know, do I like them? Where's this going? It's just, it's too much confusion, right? So it's the You're watching killing movies all the time. I don't know why it's doing that. Uh, watching killing movies all the time. That is disrupting your peace. Right? Yeah, too many people. Like, my thing is, okay, what's the number of too many people? If you're dating um, just a person every month or, you know, a different person every month or whatever. Like, I don't even like the... uh speed dating and all of that other stuff like i don't know maybe that's just me i just can't get into it because i'm just like because i don't even i like to be at home i'm just kind of like a little <laughs> inclusive anyway so i just don't want to do all of that right but anyway though i got off track <laughs> um so philippians i read that so matthew 6 22 and 23 states the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. 
if then the light in you is dark, how great is the darkness? So, you know, your eyes, right? It's the lamp of your body. So this is like what directs you on where to go. So just think about if you're watching so much stuff. Yeah, if you see God, you shouldn't have to be serious. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. You, If you see God, you shouldn't have to be serial dating because like I said, God ain't called you to all them people, right? And I mean, if he called you to all them people, it ain't got nothing to do with dating. <laughs> That's discipleship, you know, and, and it don't everything don't have to be that, right? You know, maybe you're supposed to lead them to God and, and that's it. <laughs> lead them to God and that's it. Right, maybe you're supposed to minister to them people. You ain't supposed to be going to date on them with them people, right? Just because they're of the the opposite sex, like okay, every male that approaches me or comes in my life is not supposed to be for me to date, you know, and vice versa. You know, if you're a man and every woman or girl that comes into your life, they're not supposed to be dateable, right? You just have to kind of use discernment. <laughs> <laughs> on that and that comes from being settled you know i'm not gonna get into the singleness thing today but that's just coming being settled where you're at right and not being thirsty being thirsty always looking for a date right i didn't mean to go there but you know just always looking for a date <laughs> you know it might be somebody you have to help you know i have of uh, a handful of male friends and you know, nothing has happened between us. It's just, it's, I know to, I'm supposed to minister to them or we're just friends, right? So everybody does not have to have the opposite sex has to be dateable, right? Even if you, you they're cute or you find them interesting. It's just that, that you just don't, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, the eyes is the lamp of the body. Thirsty, yes completely thirsty <laughs> uh, the eye is the lamp of the body so whatever you watch is gonna guide you so you can't be up watching all of these like i said all of these murder movies and 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 all of this other stuff and fighting and everything and you you think that it's gonna lead you to a, a good place it's gonna lead you to what your eyes like to watch right you're going to always want to be in a place where where there's violence you're going to think that's entertaining right because you're, you've trained your eyes to be dark you trained your eyes to want darkness to be attracted to darkness right crazy so you have to be careful of that um and i think this is the last scripture i have uh first john 2 and 16 for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride. Wait, oh, Jesus Christ. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the father, but it is from the world. So you like I said, this pretty much kind of sums it up. Whatever, you know. Um, you you you're, you feed your gates. You're gonna grow a desire for these things, and it's not from God, right? It's from you're training yourself to want the things of the world, and training yourself out of wanting things for, of God. 
I'll say that again. <laughs> you know, when you have your gates open to all of these things, you're training yourself to want more things of the world and to and to train yourself to not want the things of God. Right? Because you, the more that you hear things, you know, from the world, like, okay, the world um, right now at this time is obsessed with, you know, um, I don't know. What example can I give? Um, like I said, with the women, with like with the surgeries and all of that thing, you things, so, right? We just think that's the definition of beauty. So when you fall into that, right, you want to be like the world. But God has, or you know, orchestrated you, designed you. You're perfectly made, perfectly and fearfully made. You can't even appreciate how God has made you because your eyes is lusting after the things of the world. Like you open up your eyes, you're scrolling on social media, and now you've trained your mind to think of, you know, what is beauty? What is beautiful? Well, everybody is doing this. Well, everybody is looking like this. This is trendy. This is hot, right? And so when you engage in stuff like that, guess what? You're training your mind out of, just because you got your gates open, you're training your mind and your thoughts, thinking that how God made me is not enough, right? It's not enough, right? Yeah, Botox lips. Yes, Botox lips. Uh, the Brazilian butt lifts, lifts, <laughs> BBLs, right? out of control and they look crazy not thinking of the consequences of it like the upkeep and um maintenance like you just basically making this doctor all this money you know just to because you don't like the way that god has made you right you don't you're you don't that's not that's not what i want to look like because you've trained your So that's why I even say with the um um song. Oh, I have another one. It's like the song of Solomon. You know, it says, "Don't uh, awaken love before it's time." How do you do that, right? And it basically, talks about you know even kissing. You know, like I said, your mouth is a gate. You know, you're awakening something up in you because you you're, you're kissing everybody, right? So now you feel like you're in love with everybody and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's why you protect, you protect your gate because, you know, you're going to awaken stuff up before it's time. Let's see. And now they're dealing with health, health issues from it. Yes. Dealing with health issues from what you have put in your body, you know, because of the world's definition of beauty. So like I, you know, mentioned earlier about, you know, not guarding your gates is turning your heart into another direction right? It's training you. It's teaching you. Like God may have wanted you to be a teacher. You know, I'm just throwing some stuff out there. God may have wanted you to be a teacher, but the world is, is, you know, maybe, you know, like, okay, this is a good example. You know, there's a lot of influencers out there. You know, everyone wants to do YouTube. Everyone wants to, to be a YouTube sensation, right? So you just like, well, I don't want to do that. Because, you know, I want to be famous. I want to be seen, right? But God may have called you to just be a teacher in a classroom, right? But because we just scroll on social media and we do that comparison thing, 
you know, and not want to get to know us, not want to get to know who we are. You know, we just want to go with what we feel like is popular or what's going to get the most attention. And that is the issue, right? <laughs> so, you know, I pretty much just wanted to get on here. And I mean, I don't have too much any, any notes, but, you know, just to chat for just a little bit. Um, I don't know. This was like just weighing on me. Um, and I kind of got confirmation earlier, you know, just even with, um, you guys, just, we just got to just be careful what we listen to, like even what's going on and even in church. Right. Um, and I don't think, see the, the devil is so just subtle. Like, you know, we know that there's false teachers. We know that there's you know, uh, false prophets and everything. There's false everything, right? There's even false pastors. There's false, you know, everybody. So someone that has a thriving ministry will spend so much time exposing someone else, right? And then they for, and then they forget that they have their own ministry. So now you're forgetting to minister because now I have to say something about somebody else right and you know not knowing that you're getting off track because you're doing too much watching right you're doing too much watching what everyone is doing right you're you're, you're watching you're just seeing what everybody else is doing and not spending so much time so now your heart is leading you to to talk against you know someone that's that's part of the body right Regardless of how they do things, you know, it's a way to do it. If you don't agree, you if they agree to a meeting with you, sit down. Uh, brother to brother, sister to sister. <laughs> like, this is what I'm seeing going on and, and I'm not understanding. Like, let's have a conversation. But no, we like to get on here and now it's becoming popular right to just talk about our brothers and sisters online right because we watch it and we see it and we're like oh well yeah i got to say my piece too and then now you're neglecting your ministry right because i'm seeing it and that is like the ultimate trap <laughs> that i see going on right now so we just have to be careful you know don't engage in the lynch mob i call them lynch mobs right there's they always have one person that was sharing posts and you know, and then it becomes just like this whole thing instead of, like I said, seeking peace, seeking peace. And then anything that's not peaceful, I'm going to cut it off. Like, I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to see it because it's not bringing me peace. Right. And so I just wanted to say that. But, yeah, you guys watch, you know, and forget you guys that came in. I gave the example of how, you know, about keeping the TV on right in your room and and from my experience like that was a bad experience for me um i was woke up to something like these skeletons dancing on the screen and like they had like blood and stuff all around them and i don't know what that was like the whole screen was red and dripping blood and it was um these skeletons dancing on the screen and i'm like what show am i watching I was awake. This wasn't no dream. And, you know, I was warning the, you know, the prophetic people, be careful, right? When you're asleep, that's a vulnerable space. Like I, I usually turn on scriptures, 
a thunderstorm or water sounds or, you know, I have the fan on because it's a white noise. But other than that, I, I try to have nothing playing. I don't like falling asleep with things on because you can have a dream and then you're really, it's really what's coming off of the TV and then it's painting this picture for you, right? And so we think that God spoke to us, right? And we're just like, oh, God said this, you know, no, he didn't. That was you watching something else. You know, that's you watching a Marvel movie or, you know, action movie or whatever. And now we're thinking that that's going to happen. So you just have to be careful. Definitely have to be careful with your gates. Right. So, oh, I had that video. So this is one thing she talked about sound. And I like this uh, preacher. Her name is uh, Jackie Hill Perry. I did share it on my page, but I'll share it with you guys because I shared it with my mentorship group and suggested that we might can do a challenge. Um, you're right, a Marvel movie. Look, Clad, that's your face. <laughs> Be watching a movie. So I'm going to play this uh, video. And I thought it was just so powerful. And I, I think I still might do a, a challenge for my mentorship group. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to put it on. So I think ultimately what I think music and entertainment is, is that it's mind, it's mind formation. It is. And it dulls you where you don't even realize you're dull. You don't hear as clearly as you can hear. You don't discern as quickly as you can discern. You're, I would challenge anybody to do a secular music fast for 30 days. And in that time, listen to gospel, listen to worship, listen to CCM, Hillsong, Bethel, I don't care. Listen to the people and be asking God to renew your mind. And I guarantee you, after a month, you will see a shift in your life with God. I guarantee you. That's it. Challenge accepted. Take whatever playlist you had and don't. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> you're a Marvel fan. So you guys, like, you know, even from that, like, you know, and um, you know, just how that affects us, you know, music and, you know, secular music. And like she said, and, and I mean, I've had periods of time where I've done that, where I just listened to, you know, worship music and things. And my, my thoughts and everything were just, were definitely more peaceful, right? So I definitely want to make that a challenge. <laughs> I definitely want to make that a challenge. Uh, class said it'd be easier for him to do the challenge because he don't listen to that music anyway. But <laughs> for us that listen to, you know, I mean, it could be anything, R&B, anything secular. And when they say secular, it doesn't mean that they're cussing. It's just anything that just not, you know, used for the use of uplifting God. You know, outside of that, it's, it's secular music. So, you, you know, you would see the difference because, you know, with uh, worship music, gospel music, it, it does something to your spirit. The purpose is to uplift your spirit. But um, so the secular music is just basically to uplift your flesh, right? So the more that you listen to secular music, the more your flesh is getting uplifted, right? Because we don't protect our gates, right? So um, on my end, I don't see, I mean, I listen to mostly everything, <laughs> but I know if something is really just off the chain, I'm turning it off, right? If it makes me feel uncomfortable or whatever, I'm going to turn it off. Let's see. 
That is so true. I listen to worship music 99% of the time. Once in a while, I turn on R&B. I'm like, wait a minute. It does put you in a different mood. Definitely. Definitely in a different mood. Like I listen to, I like mostly because I'm a band um, instrument person. So I'll listen to jazz. I even listen to classical music. And it's so funny how even what she said, um, I don't know Latin. I don't know really any other language than English. So I remember listening to like this Mozart song and it's a little somber, but I knew they were singing about God, right? It was gospel. Uh, it was uh classical. It was opera, operatic. I don't think that's a word, but it was, um, I knew they were singing about God. So I was like, let me look up these lyrics. Sure enough, they were talking about God right they were talking about god it was something in that music it was something in the voice it was the tone that was set that i was just like this is god right and i would even say even with r&b not necessarily the song but because it, it depends on how someone describes love i could tell they know jesus because of how they describe and write about love. I'm like that. And lo and behold, guess what? They know Jesus, right? <laughs> yep, surely does. After about three songs, you be in a whole nother place. You do. Put you in a whole nother mood. So, you know, um, before I end this, I'm going to end it. Um, yeah, this I, and I this is prophetic warning. Prophet prophetic warning. <laughs> please, please, please beware of what you listen to in these coming days. Um if you haven't been doing it now, please, please, please be careful. Um you know, there's so much deception and things going on in the earth. Things that are portrayed as being godly are not godly. Um you know, things that are um Proofs look to be innocent are not so innocent. There's is sending subliminal messages, you know, even to the children. Oh my God, I didn't get on the kids. You know about the the, the kids, right? I mean, and, and and all they know is the iPad and computer, right? All the time, and there's subliminally messages being placed in these cartoons and these YouTube channels. Right. And if you're not careful and not watching and not discerning, your kids are being trained. They're being taught. Right. And then that's the music with witchcraft lyrics. Yes. Look, y'all listen to these lyrics like that video said that man's like, if you look at these lyrics, you're like, now, wait a minute. Now, I remember somebody had uh, that. What's that? That Beyonce, that Cuff It song. And if you read it. It was just like, well, uh, like something like, I bet you'll see God or something like that. I, I don't know all of it, but I read it. I said, oh, people don't even know what they singing. Doing and that dance. You don't even know what you're doing. I never got into the, to the, uh, like when you have viral dances and stuff like that, because even that and me being a Christian person that's on here and doing podcasts and things like that. 
you know, I try not to get into to, to trends so much just to get a click or a like or whatever, because yeah, some stuff just don't even fit with who I am. <laughs> like fit with, with the brand, you know, fit with how God wants, wants this to look. It's just, it just don't fit well. So I'm not going to do it. Um, let's see. Yes, it'd be a good beat. And they singing and dancing to it. I mean, not knowing what you're doing. You know, they do those in like, you know, certain dances and things. If you're not careful and not researching and not knowing, you know, a lot of some of this stuff is like ritual. Things that they do in a ritual, right? Things they say in a ritual. And we calling these things down. You know, you don't know if you calling a demon down. All you know is Beyonce sung it or whoever another artist because they wrote it. You don't even know what you're doing. And then you're wondering why so much stuff going on in your house. You know, you going through emotionally. You crying all your days. Because <laughs> what's wrong with listening to this? And what's wrong with that? Yeah, you have to really just be careful. Um, another thing I'm noticing. Okay, and I'm going to go for real. Another thing I'm, I'm, I'm noticing, and you guys be careful, is like with the, the Marine Kingdom rising up. I ain't never seen so much stuff about the sea rising up in this hour like never before. You know, creatures of the sea and things of the sea. And mind you, when I was younger, right, The Little Mermaid was like my favorite movie. <laughs> the Little Mermaid was my favorite movie of all. Look, I used to love mermaids when I was little. You know, but little do I know, what if that was like the enemy's uh, introduction to introducing me to the to the marine kingdom, right? So I've noticed that fascination with, you know, like I said, even though, you know, we, and see the devil, uh, <laughs> you know, using because... That it's a black woman playing a character that was played by a white woman that we're not seeing that this is the Marine Kingdom, right? We're so infatuated with the culture that this is a black woman playing this movie that we not understand it. And all of that is even crazy because the Marine Kingdom, most of that is associated with like the Caribbean. The Caribbean, you know, the, the, the you know, the uh, African culture, the, the Caribbean. That's what that is, right? I don't even know. See, all of this is coming out. Jesus talking, y'all. <laughs> Whole lot about the mystery of the sea, siren songs. Yes. I just said that when I saw the trailer today. He is slick. Listen, slick. And we all just, because I had to catch myself for a minute. So I'm like, yeah, I remember The Little Mermaid. And I used to watch it. You know, like I said, if my sister on here, she know. I Look, I played Little Mermaid Disney movie out. That tape was broke because I played it so much, you know, because it was just, it, you know, I'm a kid. It's, it's innocent to me. And then I used to watch all the mermaid movies. So infatuated with the mermaid movies. And you really think about it, they make them look pretty, right? And if you study the history and even actually look, the mermaids ain't pretty. The mermaids look crazy, right? 
Look demonic. They ain't pretty. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, the devil would make it seem more palatable. You know, make them look more than they are. But nah, magical. Children are drawn to that. Yep, magical. Making them look magical. Exactly. You know, even Starbucks, that little marine thing on them cups. All of that. And not knowing why you're so drawn to it because it's culture. You know, that coffee ain't good like that. <laughs> we just do it because it's culture. It's cool. You know, sometimes to have a Starbucks coffee in your in your hand. If you don't drink Starbucks, you ain't with us. You ain't part of the crowd. You ain't with the group. But see, that's what that them gates, right? And if you're not sensitive to that, to know if you're drawn with culture, if you like, I mean, if you like it, you like it. You know, I'm not against if you like it, you like it. But if it's something that you feel like you have to have, and then now you don't even understand why you have to have it, all they had to do was hook you, right? And now you have to have it. Yep, coming in the form of an angel of light, but really a wolf in sheep clothing, all of it. Exactly. I don't even know how I got on the Marine Kingdom, but that show came in by in my man a couple days ago. I said, "Oh my goodness, it's a good peach cobbler drink at Starbucks." <laughs> it's a good peach cobbler drink at Starbucks, by the way. And like I said, if you like it, you like it. They do have some good fruit drinks and stuff, but it's like I'm not the type that's just like I got to get that every day right but i mean if you like it you like it but if you like it and you don't understand why you like it you might want to draw back <laughs> you know because i can name some uh oh some other places that has some you know local places that have some good things to drink you know so i'm all about taste but yeah i know everybody just go there for, for culture reasons but i don't know but anyways, that's all that I have. <laughs> watch, please, 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 y'all. Watch your gates. Watch what you watch. Watch what you listen to. You know, um, watch what you what you say. You know, what you're listening to. Look, who you're kissing. Everything. You know, like I said, even with your other parts. Be careful. <laughs> right? Because movies are seen by i guess you're connected with this marine kingdom mm -hmm. and it's 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 uh the opening is coming up soon too right yeah in the last couple of days so i wonder why i keep doing it see i think the enemy don't want me to talk about this i promise because it never does this with this mute thing but anyways Thank you guys for coming in. I pray that this helped you. Um, this brought awareness. Um, definitely not a comfortable message um, to, to because, you know, some people listen to this and be like, oh, here she go, telling us what not to do again. No, it's a warning, right? You know, God wants us to be more discerning. You know, how are we going to discern him doing uh, works or anything that he wants to do we just got all of this stuff going on right we're not even gonna un understand or realize or or discern 
you know, where he is or, you know, we're not going to be able to detect him like we should. So, yeah, be careful. Like I said, it, it turns your heart into another direction. You go into another path. You wake up and be like, how did I get here? Right? Because you didn't protect your gates. All right. <laughs> All right. So I uh, promise God I will always do this before I would get off of here. Um, and that is to always offer the plan of salvation because I never know who is listening, who is watching, you know, even watching replays, right? Um, to know that it is this easy to just say this, read this scripture and just do this, right? You don't have to come into a church. So it says in Romans 10 and 9 that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And the interesting part about this is this is done with your gates, <laughs> right? You've got to believe this in your heart, right? That he died, you know, on the cross for you, that he raised up from the dead, he died for your sins. So when you confess and you know, you repent of your sins. You know that you're a sinner. God coming to my life, right? And um, it doesn't stop there. Find a local assembly to join and get more. You need that learning. You need that impartation. You need it. And also to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? And you can also, hey, you can, if you want it so bad and it's in your heart, ask for it in your home and God will fill you. I promise you. So it's just that simple and, you know, I don't need to know, but I would love to see when it is my day, you know, to see the father that when he rolls back, he'll show me all of this list of people that I don't know that gave his life to Christ because, hey, I listened to somebody and she told me um, about, you know, just I can do this at home and everybody made it so hard. Right. Everybody made it seem like I had to go through a, a system. I had to go through this and that. But all I had to do was talk to God and, and you know, and, and turn my life over to him. Right. So, you know, that's just rewarding to me. And that's all that I, all of why I do what I do. Um. So, yep, I'll make it shareable. Definitely. <laughs> all right guys i will see you next week definitely i'm gonna do so much better with getting on here so i'll see you guys enjoy the rest of your night